0: South Beach by accident. He and Antonio, his partner, were on their way to Cuba. The flight was delayed. He had his cab driver take him for a drive around South Beach. He fell madly in love with the town. It was everything. If you were young and you were pretty and you owned a pair of roller skates or a bicycle, you were on Ocean Drive showing it off. I used to tell him, you've got to go to South Beach. The gays are fabulous. People have a different attitude. We wear G-strings, we go topless. I mean, it was fantastic. So what did he do? He goes and buys himself a waterfront piece of property called Casa Casarina. The house was pure indulgence. It's one thing to be indulgent and to be ostentatious, but to be indulgent and ostentatious with taste with taste and money. It was this kind of interior architectural wonderland. Every room was kind of drop-jawed. The Casa Casarina was magic. It had like, you know, stars and moons and gold. He had every bit of the flooring was polished to perfection, the swimming pool, the tiles in the pool. He wanted his eyes to be almost overdosed on amazing things. It was like creating your own Times Square without the neon. I have a beautiful house, I have a beautiful life, but that is the media. What I desire is more. What are you expecting to see from Versace? Power, the power woman. Gianni Versace was at the pinnacle of his career in 1997. He made women look like women. He loved women.
1: Versace's clothes were the beginning of Sex on the Red Carpet. He loved the shape of a woman's
0: foot. He loved the shape of a woman's leg. I put on a dress and I feel so... I said, oh, man, I can go get laid in this outfit. Versace basically created some of the greatest dresses that anyone ever saw on a red carpet. He wanted you to be unforgettable. And that's why he made the clothes the way he did. My mother was uh, a fashion maker, center. Is like oxygen for me, fashion. I love doing fashion. He created the illusion of being a kind of god in that world, and he paid the
1: price for that illusion.
0: Versace was in love with life, and he wanted to make the world more beautiful. Andrew Cunanan was just the opposite. Versace had everything that Cunanan wanted. Power, fabulous wealth, and admiration. And
1: the world owed him. The world would know two things after the murder of Gianni Versace. They would know who Versace was. And two, they would know his killer was Andrew Kunanen. That's what Andrew wanted. Look at me. I can get to anyone. Andrew was the fourth of four children, but he was the chosen one. He was the prince. His parents did everything for him, more than the other kids, because he was the youngest.
0: We learned that he had an IQ of 147. He was the kid that was going to succeed out of all their children.
1: He was my father's pride and joy. He really was. What kind of little boy was he? When he was uh, about 10 years old, he read the whole set of encyclopedias. At 10? At 10, and memorized it, and you could ask him any question, pick up any edition, ask him any question, and he would tell you. He had a fairly comfortable home life while his dad, Modesto, who was a long-time Navy veteran, uh, became a stockbroker. He got everything that he needed. My dad gave him a sports car, and actually he had the master bedroom. He had his own bath and everything. He went to a boarding school, the bishop school. That school was status. That school had the children of diplomats, had the children of the rich and powerful. The relationships that he began at the bishop school, again, kind of set the table for him, and uh, not only for the tastes and appetites that he had, but the circles he was used to moving in. Andrew's self-worth was tied to the finer things in life, what they could do for him. Being accepted in high society and by wealthy people was what he expected. If he didn't get them, he was lost. He was the talented Mr. Ripley. Marge, you like everybody. (laughs) Don't like you. Marge, you
0: like everybody. He told people he was from Philippine royalty. It appeared to everybody that he might have come from privilege and he played that card big time.
1: He was living a, an extremely elaborate lie. And I think even he believed it at times. In high school, he's voted the most likely to be remembered. His life as a gay man, I think, began when he was at the Bishop School. It set him apart from other kids at the Bishop School. He wrote in his yearbook, in his high school yearbook, «Après moi, la deluge ». After me, the flood.
0: It's-